eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Welcome back to another episode of the Pax What She Said podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Maggie Loney, joined as always by Perry Goldstein. And it is week four. The Packers are two and one heading back home to Lambeau Field to take on the New England Patriots, which I think maybe would have been a more interesting game, you know, starting out the season. But news obviously has come out that Mac Jones has a high ankle sprain, might require surgery, will at least miss multiple weeks. So... Looks like, uh, Perry, we talked about it just a couple seconds ago. The Packers are going to face a Brian Hoyer-led New England Patriots team. What is your what is your initial reaction to finding that out? A one Brian Hoyer. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's you obviously never want a player to be injured. I actually had this game circled on my calendar before the season as one that I thought would be really interesting, simply because they're very uncommon opponents. Right. They, they play very rarely going up against any Bill Belichick coach team, to be honest, is always a really unique challenge. Of course, playing with their backup and not, you know, their star, their new young star quarterback in Mac Jones is going to make this an easier game for the Packers to win one that they should win, to be quite honest. Um, Less fun. It's just a less exciting matchup. Yeah. And I mean, thinking about just, this is the first time and I can't even think about, you know, mathematically how long it's been that the Packers will be facing a not Tom Brady led Patriots team. Yeah. So that was going to make it really fun to see, you know, the Bill Belichick and the Mac Jones connection. Typically it's, you know, whichever quarterback is hosting was the team that ended up victorious between Rodgers and Brady. But now we're going to have, obviously we saw Rodgers and Brady last week. Rodgers got the nod there. So I was really interested going into this week because I thought Mac Jones was having kind of a rocky start to the season isn't the right way to put it, but I think he was sitting at like two touchdowns and five picks through three weeks. So one of the storylines that I had like in my head going into this game was ball security. And obviously we saw a lot from this kind of swarming Packers defense against the Bucks, And I wanted to see that carry over against the Patriots. And that's not to say that they won't get their opportunities against Brian Hoyer, but Wanted to see Mac Jones in that kind of role. So unfortunate for him. I think Brian Hoyer is like 16 and 23 all time in his career as a starter officially. So definitely we'll have some opportunities there uh, for this Packers defense. But where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the Packers offense? Do you want to start with the Packers defense? What are you what are you excited about for Sunday? 
I feel like we we started with with the quarterback situation. So let's let's stick with the Patriots offense, Packers defense route. Um, I've been looking at their running back duo, and we know I feel like Bill Belichick has always been a lean on the run game kind of coach. That's very much his bread and butter. Um, I'm looking at these uh, wide receivers out here and. They don't light up the league. So (laughs) Damien Harris, I think, and Ramondre Stevenson are going to be the guys that Brian Hoyer, especially now without Mac Jones' ability to pass the ball, um, are really going to lean on. And they've had pretty nice starts to the season. They both get um, pretty even touches, actually kind of similar to the Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon-style rotation that the Packers have in their backfield. They both get thrown the ball. They're pass-catching backs. Um, and they've had touchdowns. They both had a touchdown against the Ravens. Um, Damian Harris had one against the Steelers, and and Stevenson has just had his first against the Ravens. So they're they're weapons, I think, for sure. And I would imagine, especially with Hoyer under center, they're going to lean on that run game even more. Yeah, it's really fun to kind of take a look at their receiving core because Ty Montgomery, obviously former Packer who was, I think most recently with the saints and then went to new England, obviously started as a wide receiver was drafted by the Packers to be a wide receiver, became a running back. It was like a weird, confusing thing where he wore number 88 and then, you know, played in the backfield for a little bit. Now he's technically back listed as a wide receiver for the Patriots. He has one of their two receiving touchdowns. Like I said, you know, Mac Jones had only thrown two touchdowns so far through three weeks, one of those to Ty Montgomery, the other to Nelson Aguilar. So yeah, just, I think the way that the the ball is distributed is going to be really interesting on Sunday. Um, Nelson Aguilar right now leads the team in yardage. He has 179 yards through three weeks. He Not and significant. Yeah, and he and Devontae Parker are tied with 14 targets. Jacoby Myers actually leads the team with 19 targets. So you can tell kind of who they're emphasizing getting the ball to. Those are their, I would say, their big three. And there's, there's some speed there. Um, those are guys that are really good at stretching the field, which I think is something that we saw the Buccaneers struggle to do in week three. And yes, you can argue that's because they didn't have Julio Jones or Chris Godwin or Mike Evans, but the Packers are really good at condensing the field against the Bucs and making them kind of chunk their yardage out. And I think that's going to be one of the things that we want to see the defense do again on Sunday at Lambeau. Yeah. And I, I do feel like with Brian Hoyer out there, the Patriots game plan is going to be a little bit simplified. So goal is definitely to like limit the big play if it's going to come. But you also don't want to just get dink and dunked by Brian Hoyer down the field and these these running backs. So um... this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I don't know. I think... I look at this roster and to me, the tight ends jump out more than the wide receivers do this duo of Hunter Henry and, and Johnu Smith, like last season, at least Hunter Henry was kind of becoming Mac Jones's security blanket. Now I don't know if that's going to be 
the case with this new quarterback, but you know, like what he can be and how he can play. He's a, he's a vet, right? He's going to be able to do everything that they, they need him to do. So I would actually, as the defense, like have my eye on him. Um, Cause he has the potential to step up too with Hoyer. Yeah. And I think that's where the middle of the defense is going to be really exciting too um, with Devondre Campbell and Quay Walker, because we saw a ton of zone from Devondre Campbell against the Bucks, And it was, it's, it's nice. It's a change of pace for us to see, which I mean, and we did last year too, pretty significantly, but to see the middle of the defense actually be a strength for the Packers defense, instead of always worrying that the middle of the defense would be exposed, depending on, you know, who your inside linebackers were, it was always just kind of run support or, you know, chasing down running backs as they blew past the inside linebackers. And now we actually have a tandem and Walker and Campbell that are able to keep the plays in front of them. And, you know, I thought we talked about it a little bit on the recap show, obviously, but if Devondre doesn't make that that save on the, the two-point conversion, or the two-point try, I should say, Darnell Savage was in a good position to do it. So I do, yeah, Hunter Henry, I think, had nine touchdowns last year. So he really was was coming on hot for the Patriots at the end of the season. So he had a slower start to the season so far this year, but definitely I think somebody that they'll try to get involved for, like you said, a vet like Brian Hoyer. I don't know what the, I guess, I would imagine Barry coming out here with his base nickel. I don't see any reason for him to switch anything up against this team. Um, I fully expect, like I said, the Patriots to lean on that run game. So defensive line is going to have to get some early work in. Same with inside linebackers to kind of stop that and force Brian Hoyer to pass. And I think once you end up doing that, um, the game is going to be very easily kind of in in the Packers' hands because Brian Horrier is not going to carve you up, hopefully. So <laughs> as long as this secondary can kind of have its coverage um, shut down and the front can limit the run game, it it should be a – I don't want to say an easy day because no day is easy, but – an easier day than I think some of these like higher flying passing attacks that we, the Packers have seen in the Vikings and the Bucks. Yeah. I thought your comparison earlier with the running backs was interesting. Kind of the, the Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon dynamic, because they both are already so utilized in the receiving game. Like they're going to get their touches, whether it's, you know, through the air or on the ground. And I think the Packers did a really good job of minimizing that with Leonard Fournette. You know, we saw what they gave up against Alvin cook. We saw them struggle with David Montgomery and then going into week three, where you knew Leonard Fournette was going to have to be the bell cow for the Bucks offense. They did a great job kind of shutting him down and minimizing that. So I think knowing that you've got a really dynamic running back tandem uh, for the Patriots who are, you know, exceptional as pass catching backs and as running backs, the Packers will kind of have that circled as part of their game plan going into Sunday is knowing that if you shut them down and you make this Brian Hoyer offense very one note and very mechanical, that's going to be one of the keys to success for this defense. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 